Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Rock and Roll Circus. I am your host, Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, coming back at you for your weekly shot of rock and roll and rude and obnoxious humor. Well, at least we think it's humorous. I think we're funny, so that's all that fucking matters. So, you have to deal with that. Anyways, it is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. And check out all the goodies there, uh, including access to our private Facebook group, merchandise, uh, backlog of interviews and stuff like that. We're going to be doing interviews again. I've just been hit with a whole bunch of folks that want to come on the podcast. So I'm working that out. Stone Senate is one band and there's a couple other bands. So I'd like to work it out so that they come on like live. I would prefer to do that versus doing like record an interview and then play it. But we'll figure out what we're going to happen. But anyways, you can find out more about that at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Don't forget to go to RockRageRadio.com and download the free fucking app. It's literally what it's called. It isn't just a free app. It's the free fucking app. Look it up. I swear. If you go to your Google Play right now and search free fucking app, Rock Rage Radio is the first app that comes up. It's fucking awesome. And let me tell you why. Because it's great music programming 24-7. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus is part of it. Um, there's some other great shows on there, including one of our favorites, which is Hot Licks with Lily Six. <laughs> Uh, so definitely want to check that out. Um, and of course, wolfscustoms.online where you get great custom artwork done on your musical instrument. Find Wolf Customs on social media for uh, uh, examples of their uh, brilliant uh, 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 work that they do on musicians' instruments. Um, Mr. Pittsburgh is uh, not here today. Mr. Pittsburgh had to have some surgery. He is doing just, we've, we've spoken today. He's doing great. Uh, everything looks to be completely under control and he's looking at making a full recovery and should be back here next, uh, should be back here next week. So that's really cool. In the meantime, we, you know, there's, we got somebody here that maybe you may, you might know about, maybe you heard of, but it is, we're really happy. I'm just really excited to have, and we did announce this last week. We do have Lily V6 from Rock Rage Radio. I'm back. It's really good to have the the sixer back in the uh, uh, back in the back in the, the in the co-pilot seat here. So Lily is here. Um, it is it's great to have you. So tell us, Lily, what in the hell have you been up to? <laughs> well, you know, I was doing my whole weirdo thing, hiding out and boyfriend stuff and all that. But we're not even going to talk about that stuff tonight. I've been going to tons of shows. Tons of um, shows, dudes! As I'm sure everyone has noticed on Facebook, as because I post incessantly. But the re- most recent one, um, ones I went to were Friday. I went to a local show. It was um, Iron Flame, Iron Brigade, and Aletheia. At the wait a new- minute, Iron Flame and Iron Brigade, Brigade played together. Yes, they did. They did. There was there. A, did they run a special on Iron City beer? They did not. No, oh, they Iron should City have. <laughs> I drank White Claw. However, <laughs> that's not owned by Iron City. I doubt it. <laughs> Continue. And I think it's actually owned by Corona, to be honest with you. Um, anyway, um, 
I went to see uh, those three bands on Friday at the new venue. Uh, those Shred- three bands, like my <laughs> three sons. <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the Shred Shed in Pittsburgh. Uh, great oh, show. Oh, that's, that's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, the Shred Shed is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice venue. little venue. It's a basement. Don't uh, take your phone in there because you're not going to have any service at all whatsoever. Um, but the bands were great. It was a super fun show. Iron Flame. Wait a minute. Played. Are you saying that people are actually going to have to go to a place where they actually have to listen to the fucking music and not yes. be on the goddamn phone the whole time? Yeah. Wow. What is the world coming to? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, they do serve uh, food and alcohol at the venue. Very limited uh, stuff, but, you know, it does the job. Um, where, 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 what neighborhood? Where? So it's like the Allentown area of Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, where like the Black Forge Coffee was and everything right there. Black Forge Coffee is still there. Oh, is it? It the, was there. The, the one in McKee's Rocks closed. I think. Uh, cause, yeah, because yeah. the one on uh, on in Allentown, I have I was there mm, not that long ago. Two, nah, two weeks ago. Okay. Well, in that area. In that area. Um, so parking sucks, of course, but if you do find it, it's a great venue. Totally recommend it. It's it's totally grungy and fun. Like I like it's like a dirty, dirty, rotten. It's the kind of place where <laughs> like I used to go in the bathroom and do it with guys and that kind of place. Used to. Yes. Used to, everybody. Used to. <laughs> used to. Lily no longer engages in that sort of behavior. Um, she's, a, you know, she's an upstanding... Uh, I think anyways, it's upon now. What, so what was the place in McKee's Rocks that was kind of like that? And they had real limited, like, beer. In fact, I think from the beginning, they didn't even have the alcohol. You had to buy it. You bought a cup for $15. Oh, are you talking about Black Forge in McKee's Rocks? No. Oh, oh this was place it the, was a real... the cantina place? Yeah, I can't. I've never been there. Yeah, I, but it's I, I gone. just think it's long gone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's long gone. gone. I saw some metal shows in there. I think before I knew you, probably, or before we were hanging out. Yeah, yeah. and so I saw some 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 bands in there. Like Black Horse Cantina or something. Something like, like that. that. Something like that. Some I cantina I think yeah. was in it. Yeah. I never went there, so I have no idea. But I I, yep. I heard a lot of people loved it. Yeah, I was. I remember going in. There, I was joking with the uh, the guy the. Um, the band that was playing was his buddy Steve Jackson was his band and he was like Lou he says like check out this PA it looks like they got you know this was something that you know was left over from Iron Maiden's 1983 world tour it's what it looked like and he's like I mean like nowadays like the PA systems are so efficient they don't you don't need it like giant speakers people do that stuff right on the iPad yeah I mean like these speakers were like they were like totally like blocking the state, which is fucking ginormous. Obnoxious. It was crazy, you know what I mean? But that's what it looked like. Like probably got a great deal. I'm sure. Somebody got a great deal. That's that's what happens with PA gear. You know, you spend a fortune for it new, and you, you to- take a total bath on it when you sell it because the the fucking technology is too constantly changing. Yes, yeah, constantly changing. Okay, so what else? And on Sunday, I didn't do um, any shows on Saturday, but Sunday I went to see Metal Church and uh, Vermithrax AD opened as well as Truck Stop. And that was a super fun show all around. Vermithrax AD, uh, it used to be just Vermithrax, now Vermithrax AD, totally new. What? After David. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I guess it's just a new... After Doug. Doug left the band. Yeah, Yeah. Doug left the band. I don't even know who Doug is. (laughs) But they were great. Truck Stop was great. Well, where was this again? This was at the Craft House. The Crack House. I mean, Craft House. Yes, in Pittsburgh. (laughs) This place, they really should just for one day call, call it, it the, the crack, crack house. house. Just for, you know. <clears throat> just for one show. But it was a really great show. Uh, all three bands were awesome. Packed. Super packed. Couldn't even find parking. That's how packed they were. Sunday fun day was great. And saw lots of people there. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> oh, old friends. Yeah, long dead. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually don't have any shows coming up for a hot second. So. What? I know, right? 
There's nothing. You said everybody's coming. You were telling me before. Well, in the summer, but oh. uh, there, Wednesday 13 will be here this Friday at the Craft House. I'm not going to that, but anybody who does, I would really love some pictures and video of that. That'd be awesome. I'm actually doing, um, working at a play, so I have to. You're working at a play, or you're in? Because I do know that you you used to do some acting. You still I, doing that? I did. I'm not doing that currently. I'm gonna just work like the uh, ticket booth. Oh, <laughs> this time around, I couldn't commit to doing all the dates. So. Uh, it's, uh, the play is called Nancy Nightmare Nancy Nightmare's Fucked Up Fairy Tale. <laughs> I like it. It's in Carnegie at their little theater down there. Um, the showings are this Friday and Saturday, next Friday and Saturday, 8 p.m. and midnight showings. So I heard um, that I've been by that place. What's it like? It's really nice. I love it. Um, they have a really great little box office area. It's small. It's modest. Um, it's not a lot of seating, but it is like stadium, what they do have. Um, and it's just, I, it's one of my favorite theaters. Tiny. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. I see that the Oaks um, is still doing stuff. They're oh, yeah. still getting bands in there, and they're still and they're doing. Oh, over Thanksgiving, they're going to show planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, I know. I love when they do the Wednesday night <clears throat> retro movies. It's yeah, like one of my cool. favorite things. That, yeah, and they that... usually do a beer tasting with them, which I think is kind of cool too. And they have food and everything. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of comedy shows too. Oh, that's yeah. I did see that on their website. There was going to be yeah. The only reason the reason. I'm, I guess I'm on their mailing list because I was looking, I was cleaning out my email and I'm like, oh, the Oaks, what's going on there? And that's how I just... Yeah, every once in a while I check all of the venues just to make sure I'm not missing out on anything because, you know, I have to go to all the good things or I'll cry. I actually feel like I'm missing out when I don't go. You were telling me Iron Maiden's touring. Iron Maiden is touring. They they're touring be, or they're going to tour? They're going to tour. Well, I don't know when their tour actually starts. They will be in Pittsburgh in a year. A freaking year. Tickets are already on sale. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. They're going to be at PPG. Uh, of course. <clears throat> I don't think I'm ever going to get another show there. You didn't like it? No. <laughs> Not at all. I, I don't like Not, the parking sport, Sports arenas, I don't think, make good music venues. Um, um, but we, I talked about it after, right after we went to the show, but I just was not impressed with... Um, the venue in general. I'm know? I'm not a fan of the really gigantic venues like that, but I mean, if a band I want to see is going, I obviously have to go. So, well, of course, I mean, <clears throat> I was I wasn't missing Aerosmith. Aerosmith <laughs> isn't going to play the Craft House, right? Well, that would be nice if they did, though. Imagine what the, the tickets would be. You know, I know what how much the tickets were that I fifteen hundred dollars a piece so. or something like that. You know, um, yeah, Eric won them. He was, he was literally, oh, he like, cool. he, he texts me and says, yeah, I, oh, dude, I won, I won tickets on DVE. I says to, uh, to Aerosmith, I said like, wow. I says, how like 1983 of you, <laughs> you know, he was like, was literally like, we'll, <laughs> we'll take, yeah, we'll take the, the 13th caller at, you know, <clears throat> and he fucking won. I'm like, that's hysterical. If you, if you guys know Eric, I'm trying to get him on the podcast. If you guys know anything about our buddy, Eric, like he's so He's a good time. He's he's just that fucking guy. He's just that guy. He's still like, you know. <clears throat> I kind of feel when I hang out with him, I, I know what the 80s were like. I saw a video. Yeah. I saw a video on um, TikTok or something. It was, a, it was a Cheech and Chong video. And Eric is Tommy Chong. He's the fucking living embodiment of Tommy. He's, the, he's Pittsburgh's Tommy Chong. He's That's just, fantastic. <clears throat> he's just fucking like, you know, that whole scene, you know, where... You know, you know, they're sitting there, and he's he, Cheech Marin is, is in the driver's seat, and he had picked up Tommy Chong hitchhiking or whatever, and he says, you know, they're like they're smoking weed or they're doing something. And he's like, oh, here, take this, and he goes, oh, you didn't take that, did you? And he's like, 
I never saw anybody think that much acid in my life. And so Eric and I had a moment like that sitting in fucking traffic on Carson Street where like he handed me this thing to hit, this thing to fucking hit. And it was exact. It was exact. It was exact same thing. It was completely unplanned. And like, but that's the kind of guy he is. He is Tommy Chong, super fun guy, awesome dude. Glad to know him. <clears throat> uh, me and him and Mr. Pittsburgh have been buddies since high school, so that tells you a little bit about that. That's terrifying. I know. I know. I know. I know. So, um, so you good? I'm good. You good? Okay. A couple of things. Um, I as you, I usually give you guys my sort of film reviews uh, every week on here. I um, watched a bunch as usual. Just give you a couple of highlights. Um, you know, um, I ended up watching a couple of old ones. Actually, I watched several old ones. I'm not going to talk about all of them. But the the, the gateway into old movies. Um, I can't remember. Oh, it was uh, Clear and Present Danger um, with Harrison Ford. I had It's a Tom Clancy. It's a one of those Jack Ryan things. And um, I thought, I was just scrolling, thinking, okay, fuck, I'm going to put this on. Um, and it's... I was like, ooh, two hours and 20 minutes. I'm like, usually I'm like, I got to be like 90 minutes and out. That attention you know. span. <laughs> <clears throat> I was riveted for the whole time. Harrison Ford was the fucking man. I mean, he is so good in it. Every Willem Dafoe is in it. I never yep. knew those two ever did a movie together. I had never seen the movie. Um, believe it or not, I had never fucking, and I was just like, I was gobsmacked at how fucking good the movie was. Like, great story. And, and it's like a lot of great actors and a lot of guys who were like, went on to be in other stuff later on. Like, it was just totally, and it was like, it showed. When you get like everybody together who knows what the fuck they're doing and how to make a goddamn movie, you're like, well, shit, <laughs> this is actually really fucking good. And there was no CGI. <laughs> there were no superheroes. Um, very few stunts. So it made me kind of go back and want to check out some other old movies. I did watch the one he did before that um, called Patriot Games, mm. which I didn't like as well. Clear and Present Danger, I believe, is like the, the best one. <clears throat> I, then I watched the follow-up movie they did many years later with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Mm. Um, p- playing Jack Ryan, um, where, they, where they, they, they nuke Baltimore. Um, which I think a lot of Steelers fans probably were like, yeah, fuck you. I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, but um, it, 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 that is, you know, is like, you would think, oh my God, that's intense. And it was intense. But that one with Harrison, no, it, Harrison Ford's the fucking man. I mean, like, he's the fucking man. Um, there's a scene in one, either that one or um, uh, Patriot Games. James Earl Jones plays like his boss. Okay. And I'm like, oh, Han Solo and Darth Vader. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, they're in another movie together. Of course, you had to bring nerdery into this. <laughs> of course. I know you like Star Wars. Don't lie. You don't like Star Trek, You're but right. you like Star Wars. You're right. Um, and so I was like, um, I was like, what else are good movies that are old? Did I, you know? Um, so I was like, I know I had seen The Firm with Tom Cruise, but I was like, I didn't really remember it. And it was John Grisham. I was working um, for Walden Books when The Firm came out. Wow. And it was, a, it was a giant novel. Like, I mean, we couldn't mm-hmm. keep it on the shelves. And... Um, <clears throat> It was it was his debut novel and it was huge and it was oh, right away being optioned. It was like you know and and so the so it was a big movie and everything. It's really good. It's another one of those movies with like kick ass actors like all the way. Like you know everybody in it is fucking you know all guys who were of their day a little bit older a little bit younger like you know uh, fucking Gary Busey 
is in it. Yeah. That was the only scene that I remembered was the scene with Gary Busey. <laughs> I haven't seen this one. Because so he don't is know. he's Gary Busey. Did you see, ever see the, the video with him talking about butter and sausage? Yes. <laughs> I can't. What is wrong with People you? People send me things. And what is wrong with him? <laughs> what is wrong with him? He's lost his mind, but I love him. Yeah, he's definitely gone. He's insane. <laughs> he's, he went bye-bye. He's crazy. <laughs> Some, let's, uh, I think we should start a prayer hotline for Gary Busey. Anyways, um, so we'll move on from that. And um, one, a current movie that I did watch that does not suck is for a good mo- for a, for a current movie is The Equalizer Three with Denzel Washington. Hmm. I've also far all three of those movies are really fucking good. And this third one I thought was the best one so far. <clears throat> it's the most violent one. Um, really good. Like if you like the other ones, you're gonna. Fucking love this one. It takes place. It all takes place in Italy. So it's got this great, all this great cinematography, and and he's 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 a fucking badass as as always. It's all the side actors and everything good. It's really great to see like a male lead in a movie who isn't a moron, who isn't being like constantly being told he's wrong by women. <clears throat> I mean, know? that's hard to find these days. I mean, that is like yeah. you ever notice like in a movie where you nowadays like if you see a movie and there's a man and a woman having a, a love scene you're like oh that's different you know yeah, it's like right. you know, it's like <laughs> oh new yeah you know I mean? so everybody's gay speaking of gay <laughs> uh, Molly Hatchet Molly Hatchet is not gay dumb like well I could start that rumor Molly Hatchet you is could, gay then- <laughs> they've been doing gay shit for the past 20 years that's why I haven't heard from them but they are set to release after 13 years they're proud to present a brand new song which are going to be which has been recorded at the famous Abbey Road Studios in the Uck Firing Line will be released digitally on November 15th, and you can already pre-save the song with this little link at their website, mollyhatchet.com. They're at, they they got actually Molly Hatchet. It's, that's great, because that's you can easy. know that probably, like, there's a lot of bands that were, like, bands from the 70s and 80s that missed, and so, like, some idiot bought the logo, yeah. bought the, uh, the domain, yep. Yep. and they had to, you know... Because <clears throat> it, it happens to be, like, their favorite band and it was, yeah, it was Yeah, or, or it was ended up becoming a porn site. Right. Or something <laughs> like that. <clears throat> but no, um, yeah, and and I ran across this because uh, they're going to debut this. You can, you're going to be able to see it on YouTube in, like, about... Uh, we're recording this uh, 9 o'clock on the 14th. I believe by this time tomorrow you'll be able to be listening to the new... Molly Hatchet. Hey, Michelle, <laughs> get your Molly Hatchet on for a lunch, huh? Oh, my God. You do okay, so well. I know. It's right? terrible. It's scary. It's scary how well I do that. So let's talk about, I know this is Lily's, one of Lily's favorite. Speaking of new, before we do this, speaking of um, old bands putting out new music, have you heard the new Beatles? I have not yet. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Go ahead. Uh, it fucking sucks. I, you know, I kind of knew you were going to say sucks. that. It just, it's not good. It's a, um, it's a, you know, a song. These are songs that John was just kind of starting to work on. Mm-hmm. So he sang them into a tape recorder at his piano. Mm-hmm. So these were not even, you know, I think if he was alive or like if he could come back from the grave, be like, dude, I wasn't stop even it. fucking done. Like, stop. That. Yeah. Like you didn't even <laughs> a chance to finish this thing. Like this isn't, <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I get it. I get it. The video is insanely creepy. Um, because they they got George Harrison in there and he's mm. gone and they got John Lennon acting like making weird it's just no um, I just think it was um, um, the reason they were able to do it this is really fascinating um, <clears throat> they when they in 95 in 1995 they released Freeze of Bird they, these are all from the same tapes um, mm. I guess uh, they got 
there was some award show maybe, or maybe it was a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something, and Yoko Ono gave cassettes to Paul McCartney and said, these were songs John was working on, maybe you want to do something. Yeah. <clears throat> Not long after that, he got into the studio with, with Ringo and George, and they ended up working on a couple of songs. George thought, now and then, the song that just got released, he thought that song fucking sucked, and he refused to play on it. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, they were like, Paul McCartney's like, but, but, but George, the, the, the John songs. He's like, I don't give a fuck, they suck. And he, they did, they, yeah. So, um, I didn't, I was annoyed with Free as a Bird. Again, I thought like, the Beatles, like, they got out when they were at the fucking top. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> and it wasn't like Nirvana where they released a, you know, an, you know, a, a good album and then they were gone. Right. Like, no, they like. They have a long, they have a great catalog. They have nothing to be fucking ashamed of. So many number ones. Absolutely. Like, and, and, and like, then they influenced everybody. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody who came Everybody loves the Beatles. Everybody. There's, way. there's nobody who's like, who can't, who's, who's not influenced by the Beatles. Even if you say you hate the Beatles, you're still influenced by the Beatles. Now you're also a liar. That's fine. <clears throat> yeah, there you are. You gotta le- like at least one song. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, you know, they, this, it was over. It, they should have left well enough. It was one. over. It was fucking over, you know. And I, you know, the Beatles are such a force that, like, nothing's really going to besmirch their great tradition. However, the only thing, I, my only sort of thought was that, like, just because people that don't know what the Beatles are, and they're going to hear this is a new thing, and it's on YouTube, and it just got released, and they're going to listen to it, and they're going to think this is what the Beatles is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... No, no, that, no, no, go back. No, no, you go back and yeah, you got to hear Rewind, the, hear the good shit. Say. Yeah, hear the good shit. <laughs> so I just, um, I get it. And um, I know, I know the Beatles, like where they always liked technology. They were always, they pioneered all kind of stuff in the studio. So I, so I think from a, from that standpoint, I get why George, um, excuse me, Ringo and uh, Paul were interested in, and were excited by this. But this, there's new technology that they were able to, that allowed them to separate John's piano from his vocal. Um, because that was that was the issue. They couldn't get the song right because I guess the other two songs they were able to do something with because Free as a Bird and there's the third one and I can't remember the name of it <clears throat> got released back in the 90s. But this one was the sort of... And check this out, Lily. This was technology that was developed by the uh, filmmaker uh, Peter Jackson. <clears throat> and they developed, they started using it when they did that... Um, that get that like six hour document uh, documentary uh, get back. Yeah. They used it. They were able huh. to take those recordings and break down the individual instruments so that they could mix it properly. Because <clears throat> that was one, that was my question when I watched a documentary. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like the le- like all the levels are right. It isn't like somebody's really loud. Because technically, if it was just a movie camera in there, and they're playing, and the, nothing's mic'd, like, it would just sound like, just like, I mean, it would sound great, yeah. but there would always be like, maybe the drums would be real loud, or somebody's guitar right. would be really right, right, in your right. face or something. Up, like, and it just was like, <laughs> I mean, perfectly mixed. And that's that's how they were able to, that's how they were able to, they use that technology to pull the piano. And, and this app now, you can download on your fucking phone. Rick Beato did on his channels did like took a song and like showed how you could do that. It was it was it, it's it's really interesting. But that's how they did it. That that that's how they did it, and and they did it. And so you know I'm not happy with it. Um, but it, they don't have to. You know they didn't call me up and ask me. 
That's the problem. I really don't know why they wouldn't have called. If more you. people would call me, Lily, and ask me before they did stuff. Would have fewer problems. Maybe in they the world. don't have your number. Maybe I know. You know what? Yeah, I got to put my number up on the internet. Yeah, that's you know, a good idea. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put it on. <laughs> I'll put mine up there too. I'm gonna put it on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, God. Plug with your uh, mom's maiden name and your social security number. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that company, the guy rode around with his social security number, like on the side yes. of the truck or whatever. He got hacked, but be, but that company, their pro, their whatever they use, their tool or whatever, actually like completely undid it every single time it happened. But he did get hacked. <laughs> of course he did. <clears throat> you know. So let's talk about the Rock Hall. Um, uh, um, I know, just for a minute, because I want to, I'm going to, at the end of this article, at the end of this article, Lily, is a list of bands <laughs> that are have yet to be inducted. Oh, I can't wait to see the list. Well, no, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to read you this, the list. I'm going to read each one, and I want you to kind of say what you think. Like, is this really, I'm going to tell you just off, just spoiler alert, some of them I'm like, mm, they don't Okay. You'll get where I'm okay. coming from when I do. Okay. But first of all, um, Paul Rogers, our brother, uh, love Bad Company and Free, two of the greatest rock bands in the history of rock, uh, has revealed that he was invited to join the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but turned it down. But turned down the offer. The singer has credentials that are seemingly worthy of induction. Rogers bands Free and Bad Company have sold a combined 40 million albums worldwide, and he spent five years fronting Queen. That's right, everybody. Yep. Forgets that he fronted fucking Queen, mm-hmm. um, and he was uh, and Queen. They were inducted in 2001. Rogers, rega- uh, regarded as one of rock's greatest voices, has regularly appeared on lists of Hall of Fame snubs. But oh. as a singer, revealed to uh, radio host Eddie Trunk, he turned down an offer to join the institution. Years ago, Ahmet Erdogan, who was the head of yeah. Atlantic Records and co-founder of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, said to me, Paul, we're making this Museum of Rock and Roll. Do you guys want to be a part of it? And I said, what? A Museum of Rock and Roll? What's it called? He said, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't think rock and roll belongs in a museum, Rogers responded, turning down Erdogan's offer. The singer claims he was asked again a couple of times, but refused. It doesn't affect my daily life. It doesn't affect what I do anyway at all. Rogers noted this re- uh, regarding his absence from the Rock Hall. He recently released Midnight Rose, his first solo album in 25 years, and I'm going to have to listen to it. I have not heard it. Have you listened to it? I have not listened to it yet. The singer has uh, been plagued with health issues over the past decade, including multiple strokes. The surgery to remove plaque clogging one of his arteries. Oof. Even though Rogers is reportedly feeling good these days, he admitted to Trunk that he has no plans to tour. Um, so, like, if this was Ozzy, he'd be like, I have an oxygen tent in the back. I'll be right out. This is good. This is good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we might tape something acoustically for fans instead of taking it on the road and do the dog and pony show. So... We'll see, and I hope that his health improves. But I mean, these these are elderly gentlemen, guys. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, they're not. They're not. Not everybody can be Glenn Hughes. <laughs> and there's a couple of guys like that who are like Jesus Christ, Mick, Mick, not Mick, Mick, not Mick Jagger. Well, Mick Jagger, but Keith Richards. Right. Yeah. He's, you know, he's dead basically. Um. So these are some folks that have never been inducted. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to read the names. I'm going to go down the list a little bit, and trying to. I'm going to kind of get Lily's reaction. Like, and, 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 you know, some of these make me wonder, like, no wonder there's rap artists 
and stuff. And because it doesn't look to me like when they created this thing, did they ever had any criteria? Right. I, no, I know. Everybody I, can be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I can be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You actually, you should, compared to some of these people, you fucking should be. So let's go ahead. Brian Adams. <clears throat> no, I just don't think so because I don't think he's, he has a lot of great songs. I just don't think he's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame material. <clears throat> Why? He's all like girly love songs. He has a very, very few like rock songs. But I don't really know the criteria anymore. I don't know what the criteria is either, but I would think that um, like part of the being a hall of fame, right? You would think like, you think of a sporting uh, in sports hall of fames, right? Yeah. Like these are players that like inspired mm. other people to get into the game and like maybe, maybe change the game in some way or like we're really, you know, really kind of super important. Okay. So Not I just, see what you're saying. you know, it isn't just somebody who's a good baseball player or whatever, right? right. I mean, now it maybe is because everything is like this now. <clears throat> so when I think about music, when I think of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think of like, I get, I, I it, it makes sense why the Beatles are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Chuck Berry's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Elvis is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, okay, those so, are the guys that like defined okay. it and they influenced everybody and like, and if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have everything and blah, blah, blah. Brian Adams, I thought was is great pop artist. Oh, I would definitely go see him a hundred times, but I don't and, think he belongs in the Rock. And, and definitely a rock artist. So I'll call, yeah. I'll say he's a rock and roll free. Plays guitar. I mean, you know, I love that. Take me back, won't you take? That's a great song. Right, and he's a great musician. However, yeah. nah. But Not for me. Is he a hall? Of, is he a hall of fame? No, he has I don't he know. No. Okay, and this this okay. Now, th- okay. Th- this band like this band is a band. Allison Chains. These, but I have heard a lot of younger guys saying like you know like Jerry Cantrell is a huge influence on them, and a lot of younger bands saying like we were really influenced by Allison Chains. So that's a maybe. I mean, they're they're a newish. Well. They're not new. Mm, yeah, up, we're just old. We're just old. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, we're still thinking back 1993. We still think it's like, ni- yeah, we still think it's the 90s. And yeah, it not. yeah, it's not. No, I mean, they are definitely a classic band. But I think there are other bands prior to them who do the same thing. Okay, so there. so maybe you would allow them in if some of other some other bands. Correct. Got okay. Correct. Okay. Okay. Maybe not now. Now, now here's one. Okay, I want to talk. Greg Allman. <gasps> See, now I can't, I can't give an opinion on Here's Allman. why I'm going to talk about Greg Allman. Real quick. Okay. The Allman Brothers are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's enough. Okay, so he, this is just an individual. Yeah, that okay. doesn't make no okay, sense. well then we don't need to have him too. He's already in there, basically. <laughs> I, I know. So why does okay, he Okay, right, one? right. That's just, you know, no, it's nothing against him. Right. He's brilliant. But... He's famous for the Allman he, Brothers. He's, he's, <laughs> he's in the... Yeah, he was in the Allman Brothers. <laughs> and they're in. Yeah. <clears throat> America, I don't great, think so. great uh, 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 acoustic band from the uh, uh, from the seventies. This songs. is the band that the Eagles were afraid they were going. They were getting compared to. This is why they hired Don oh. Felder and Joe Walsh to give them more of a rock and roll kind of thing because they didn't want to become America. Um, yeah, okay. Ant- Anthrax. <sighs> they never really love metal bands in the Hall of Fame, but um, maybe not Anthrax first. Now. There, there are other bands that need to be in there first. The same, it's like the same thing. But maybe well. they could be. They could be. Maybe. Okay. Eventually. Okay. I have no opinion. Okay. I just, I really don't know what to think about. I mean, I know who the band is. Yeah. Argent, cool uh, band, but I, do they do that much stuff? Are they really picking all of these bands? Okay. Uh, no. No, the, no, no, this is this is ultimate classic rock. These are bands that they feel have been snubbed. Right, yeah. <clears throat> these this, 
Asia had some songs, but they aren't really. All these guys are known for other bands, right? They were, you know what I mean. That's really what they're known for. Right. It's like it doesn't make any sense. No, you're wrong. Um, no. But BTO, no. I mean, I don't know, dude. You don't. Well, you don't listen to a classic rock station without hearing them. Without hearing without BTO, probably three times a day. <laughs> you know, probably still a no for me. Um, is the guess who? Because these are these these guys um, came out. Randy Bachman, I believe, came out of the Guess Who. Um, bad, I, bad company. I, I'm okay with bad. Company yeah, I mean, like that, that, I they agree. Should be. Yeah, if you're gonna do a bad, if you're gonna do a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you got to you, you bad. They company belong in there. Bad Finger. Mm, I don't know enough. Okay. Um, I could go either way on Bad Finger. Beck. No. <laughs> I know you don't like Beck. I. I, I okay. I know where you're gonna go with this, but go ahead. But I mean, I think again, I think that this guy, its music is really different, yeah. and I think a lot of music that came after. I think there's a lot of artists that would say that they were influenced by Beck. I could definitely see on a, 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 a case for him on a personal level. No, but I get, I get what you right. Mean. I mean, you can't. You can't. I know. Okay, I can't go on my. You personal can't go level. for. Yeah, you can't just go on a personal level. Like <laughs> that's what's going on with the Rock Hall now. Oh. Everybody, you know, right. it's like the end of Blazing Saddles. But we won't take the Irish. Oh <laughs> hell, they can all come in. So um, the B fifty twos. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Great, cool band. Yeah, I love the band. No, nothing against them, but I, they didn't really do enough for me. I don't know if they made that. They, they're like again that this that influential. Surprise! I me. would probably the Black Crows. I think you could make I a good think, argument for the for the for I the Black Crows. Think this is good because it's bluesy and rock and. It's a little bit on the Aerosmith side, but they're different. So I think that they should be in the Hall of Fame. For sure. Um, this is great. Chris Robinson told Howard Stern that he wouldn't even attend the ceremony. I'm not going. Look, Jerry Garcia didn't go. I'm not going. Oh. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to me is like going to the mall or something. <laughs> I actually enjoy going there. <laughs> it's just something. It's like another thing. Blackfoot. I don't know enough to make uh, again. On like, this one. like this is a cool southern rock band, but the I was thinking about this the other day. The band that really picked up the mantle after Skinnerd was Thirty Eight Special. Yes, I was going to say that. That was the band special. that like I love really them. like, and they had big hits, especially in the early part of the eighties. Um, Blind Faith. No. These guys are all in other bands that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um. Blue Cheer. I don't Blue, even know who that is. Blue Cheer's a good, um, um, go all the way. Okay, it's a no great song. song. That's probably the only one I know. Um, cool band. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Blue Oyster Call. Uh, yeah. I think I can make yeah. come, come on. If nothing, for nothing else, then I got the fever they, for more cowbell. <laughs> but all of their songs, like, not all of their songs, but a lot of their songs are different. Mm-hmm. I like that they have variety in their they, music. They have a, a lot of different musical sounds. Yes. Yeah. Um, like bands like Monster Maggot, Maggot, Magnet have said that they were they were heavily influenced by Blue Oyster okay. Cult. Yeah, I knew this was going to be a John Bon Jovi. No, I don't think so. I'm sorry. He okay, and this is not just personal. I know you're going to think it's personal. I think he is just like the pretty boy of hair metal. He hasn't done anything that makes anything stand out. Whoa, whoa. I don't think. Wait a minute. May I interrupt? I have a whoa, whoa. Go on. Bon Jovi's already in. Is he really? He felt slighted that his namesake band had to wait 10 years after becoming eligible to finally get inducted. Hold on. During their induction. No, he wasn't. So what is he? Comp- no, no. His band that is his name is already in. Oh, so <clears throat> he wants to be in twice? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You're get fuck you. 
Get out of my face. You're full of shit. Maybe Boston. I could think. Boston. I mean, especially Tom Scholes um, was as influential, like for like music technology, almost probably as much as Eddie Van Halen in a lot of ways. So I, I could, I think you could make an ar- argument for Boston. Browns, no. I don't know that. Spoken in a boys' room is a fun song. Oh, is that the only song I know? <laughs> That's <laughs> <Probably>. it. <laughs> That's it. That, this, come on. It's not the Brownsville. Yes, they're from Detroit. Alice Cooper likes them. Well, okay, that's oh, great, but they're not rock and roll. Nah, Canned Heat, maybe. again, you know, maybe. It's, that's a maybe. <clears throat> uh, I don't even know the, cha- the Chambers do Brothers. Do they, is there a song listed at all that we know? Time no, has come me. today. Nah. Joe Cocker, he's, he that's, has to that's be That's surprising. That's somebody who I'm like, that's should have been before you get in. Look. He should have uh, been like under the like top. Should, 40 sh- list or something. Yeah, he should have been earlier, too. Like, he's from the fucking 60s. Yeah. Consider, I mean, like, he's kind of like the British um, Ray Charles. Yeah. Now, again, Phil Co- Genesis is in the Rock Are and Roll they? Hall okay. of Fame. I was gonna, that was going to be my question. And and, that, and the, as if you're going to do a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, then you got to have Genesis in it. <clears throat> you don't need Phil Collins, too. No, one's enough. I Isn't just Eric feel like that, those, are kind of, those are things that I feel like, okay, Crosby, Stills, Nash, they're not, not, what? Yeah, that's kind of surprising, too. Uh, some of these I didn't even know. So Joe Cocker and Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Like, if you're going to have, a, even though I don't give a fuck, I mean, if you're going to call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> you got to have the Christ, Rock and Roll guys, guys in are there. The, these are guys who are like, <laughs> this, is the, this is the fucking, like, you know, okay, so the, uh, the, the, Beatles and Led Zeppelin are the bread and butter. Right. But Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, they're like the fucking, like, pickles. You know what I mean? Cro- the, uh, the fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Joe Cocker's like the mustard, you right. know. <laughs> the cult. The cult is a great band. I don't know if they're Rock and Roll Hall of no. Fame. They're great. I like them. I, I like oh, them. I like them, too. But it, I don't know if they, yeah. Uh, Roger, again, The Who's but In. The Who is in. So, yeah. Okay. Roger oh, Adultery. We're we going to do this one, too. Spencer Davis Group. I love the Spencer Davis Group. I think they have, they have some cool no. songs. But are they right? I don't know. I, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know enough. I'm like, was what you said before. Yeah, there are some of them I can't make. Come on, Eric Clapton. Derek, Derek and the Dominoes. like 300 times. Derek and the Dominoes had one fucking album. But isn't Eric Clapton in there already like three times? Yeah. Derek and the Dominoes had one album. They don't know. Rick Derringer. Oh, I like Rick Derringer. I, I you know, he's, uh, he's a cool dude. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say. This guitar he's playing in this picture right here, Lily. Of course he Sold for $3 million. Um, Okay. It yeah, it was the drop? first one. Get, he didn't know when he bought this guitar. He thought it was a weird guitar, and he bought it for cheap. And then after a while, he just traded just trade like guys do, and went out even thinking. And it got back to him. There's a little, there's a mini documentary on YouTube about it. it. It got up. back to him that like it was got. So, it eventually ended up getting sold for something nice. like three million dollars. You know, I'm actually going to say yes to this one. I would put Devo in. I mean, they were like they, they got did different stuff that, but they got new. They really brought new wave to yeah. like people's attention mm-hmm. them and the cars i get it um ronnie james Dio, i think he should be in he should have been in a long ass time ago first metal i mean like there's so many people that are like i mean a lot of he's a singer singer yep he's one of those guys that like yep. other singers are like dio jesus you know what i mean <laughs> uh emerson lake and palmer i could you could make a case for it but i don't again i'm not big enough a fan to say anything brian eno is a super important producer and like i don't know he's worked on really okay. big albums like he produced um the unforgettable fire for you too which is like one like one of their biggest yeah. albums like he's done stuff like this worked with coldplay a lot of bands so he's an important producer i could see what i could make him you can make an argument for him fabulous thunderbirds a guest stevie Vaughan's brother i don't know Rock i kind of felt like i thought they were in there already 
<clears throat> Hocus Pocus by Focus. This is a one song. No, I'm not even going to talk about no. that. John Fo- CCR's in. That's in. Done. Foghat. Foghat's not in. I'm kind of a little bit, little bit surprised mm. by that. I I'm, I'm going to like bow out of that conversation. I don't okay. know enough about them to really say. Foreigner, what do you think about Foreigner? I'm actually surprised also that they're not in. Oh, this is a big point of contention. Um, they uh, Mick Jones has bitched, been like, kind of like, they've been having a pissing contest with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame really? for years. And this is probably <laughs> why they're never going to get asked to be in. <clears throat> I'm surprised Peter Frampton's not in. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, I mean, wow. he's one of those. Uh, we did a, we, we're doing a podcast series on, like, sort of the guitar heroes of the 70s. People forget that, like, before the shred thing took over and MTV and all that, there was a whole bunch of pe- gu- guitarists in the 70s that really inspired people to play, and they, they did big records. They played fucking stadiums, and Peter Frampton's one of them. Oh, I'm yeah, surprised yeah. he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Free, eh. Well, I mean, free, bad company. Yeah, bad company. It's the same thing. Yeah, bad company. You do bad company. You, you bad company. No, Ace no. Kiss is it? No, Kiss that's a, is in. Yeah, that's Jay, oh, maybe the Jay Giles band. I, maybe they probably should be actually. They're cool, like kind of R and B party band. Yeah. You know, kind of neat. Um, look, David Gilmore is a great guitarist, but Pink Floyd's in. Yep, enough. Golden, Golden no. no, no, two songs. <laughs> you don't get in. Grand Funk Railroad. I don't know. I I would. Okay. I would, I would say Lily yes says to yes. Me, I'm like, I'll go with Lily. The guess uh, who okay. So the guess who is not in? Really? That's what was my thing about BTO because they sort of they sort of came out of the guess who. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you got to do one. I Maybe think you got to have one of them. Maybe eventually. I mean, these guys had really big hits. Yeah. They had really, 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 really big hits. Um, Sammy Hagar is Van Halen in with Sammy? I don't. know. Maybe. <sighs> yeah, I think he should be. I think he should be. I know Van Halen's in, but I think he should. is Van Halen in. I heard a um, version of Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do. You know, remember that Van Halen yeah. song? It's on the one with the twins on the yeah. seesaw. And it's done with his new band. Really? And it was fucking vicious. It was like, holy fuck. Like, like it was balls fucking out. It was, I, I balls think it's, deep? Yeah, I, it was balls deep. I think he did it with the circle. It was like... Well, he's, on, killer. he's coming to uh, Cleveland, so. Cleveland. Hawkwind. Now, Hawkwind, you can make that because they influenced Metallica and a lot of bands. Like, it, there's an argument to be made, but again, not enough That's not in presence. my, that's not in my wheelhouse, Yeah, they're, they're not, you know, not enough presence to like, Don, no, Don Henley, no, no, sorry, you're, you were in the Eagles, that's your that's thing. Enough. Hole? No, I'm just going to say no. I think they're a terrible band. I don't think they influenced <laughs> anybody. Um, she wanted to do what uh, Nirvana did. Sorry. My <laughs> thing was, yeah, yeah. I don't, I think that the, one of the reasons why she is still a thing is because of her husband. That's exactly husband it. Was. Yeah. Um, she would be nobody. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, although I thought she was good in that movie, The People versus Larry Flint. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Well, I think, she, yes, I have seen Maybe that. Maybe she should just be an actress. She's also good in 200 Cigarettes, but she's, I don't think she's this. this she's not like No a, musician stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Humble Pie? Maybe. Well, this has got Peter Frampton and Steve Marriott who oh, were so like... it's a whole thing. Yeah, look, look how Peter Frampton... Look at a young kid. That's <laughs> fucking great. He looks like a fucking punk. He probably was. <laughs> looks like he just got out of detention and that's... That's hilarious. Just for this one. I can't believe Billy Idol's got... That's put Billy Idol in. That's surprising. God damn, put goddamn Billy Idol in. Uh, again, this is a cool band. They had big songs. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in excess, by the way. I think they should we're be looking in. at something we're not telling you guys. I doing. think they should be in, but not now. Give it some time on oh. that one. I run uh, one song. 
Yeah. Iron Maiden that, has to be in. Well, you know what? Uh, they got to be Bruce in. does not want to be in. So that's, okay. this might be why they're never in. <laughs> he keeps he keeps poo-pooing them every yeah. time they're on the ballot. So yeah, they'll like, probably never be in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yes, they should be in. The James Gang. I don't know who that is. Let's show Walsh's, you know... And all those songs. Maybe I just didn't know the Great band. Great band. James Walsh. Oh, James Walsh. Uh, Joe. Uh, Joe uh, blah, blah, blah. Walsh. St- Joe Walsh. <laughs> James Walsh. Joe Walsh. <laughs> um, is uh, like the highly influential guitarist and everything. I, I, I could see an argument for it. But it, and he, technically he is not an eagle. Okay. He's in. He's a he, him and Timothy B. Schmidt, even though they've been in the band for like three decades are not eagles. Mm. They are sidemen. They're honorary. They're not even <laughs> not honorary. Even they're sidemen. They're, just, they're, they're hired guns. Isn't that, it's kind of shitty. But but Fry and um, Henley wanted it that way. They that's they worked really hard to get um, Don Felder out of the band. They had to pay <laughs> him big money to make him go away. Um, Jane's Addiction. No, say, I don't think no. they've done anything different than any other band in that era. So. I would, I could make an Jethro argument. Jethro Tull, Tull, I, would, maybe. I would say yes. I would I could say see yes. an argument. With that. Um, you know, maybe Kansas. But I, if you're not going to do Jethro Tall, then you're not going to do Kansas. Right. You got to get Jethro. There's, there's some others you got to get in first. But I could, you could make, I mean, the, do you, again, Carry On Wayward Son and Dust in the Wind you hear every fucking day. And I actually sure a lot did. of other songs by them, too. Get played that you go like oh fuck that's right that's Kansas yeah that's yeah. one of those bands you don't you don't always know it's them yeah they have they have a lot of songs um mm. and this is a band that should be on because King Crimson this is why Asia shouldn't be on because put King's King Crimson in okay and these guys sort of cover that whole you that know whole thing. section yeah that whole section I mean and these guys are um. Uh, highly influenced. There's so many people that play guitar or bass or whatever because of this band. And and a lot of the, the, the guys that came through this band went on to play with all kind of other people and everything. They're a very important group. They like, should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Corn no. porn. porn. Um, I'm kind of surprised, really. Yeah. For, for his... <clears throat> his... Uh, we're talking ethnic about Lenny Kravitz. Origin, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> his ethnic origins, you would think that'd be really hot to induct... Somebody and he's a with, great musician. With his skin tone. <laughs> but he is a brilliant musician. Mm. Fan fucking tastic. You know, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's he's fucking awesome. Love, love Lenny Kravitz. Um, I thought, okay, before I saw the picture, I, I already showed you the name. I thought it was fucking Marilyn Manson. And she does look That's like Lenny, Marilyn Annie Lennox. Right yeah. Are the Eurythmics in? <laughs> I don't know. She was inducted question. as a member of the Eurythmics. No, okay, no, so that's enough. You don't. That's it. Sorry. Do we really know her outside? There of needs it? to be rules here. This is the fucking problem. We don't have any fucking standards. <laughs> Sorry. Just this so band is so good. I love this band. I love passion. them too. But I'm I not don't so know. sure if they're I, rock and roll hall I'm of fame guys. They they, you could make a case though because they were so. They played like I think they sold Three River Stadium out like two nights in a row. Yeah. Like I mean, they were a fucking phenomenon, dude. Like Back to the Fucking Future. I know. Now, I think you could say you could make a, a, a case for Huey. I do love Huey Lewis. I do. <clears throat> Man no. for Man's Earth Band. I'm saying no. They made a career out of covering Springsteen songs. Yeah. Spring, 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 sp
I could you I wouldn't other people ahead of David Matthews, but I wouldn't have a problem with Dave Matthews. Maybe I, have, I have no issue with Dave Matthews and being in there. MC5. I don't know and, enough to talk about MC5. This is one of those bands that, like, every band from the 90s, uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine, all were like, oh my God, the MC5. We grew up listening. So, this is one of those bands that, like, influenced so many other bands. I think that they have earned a place uh, at some point. I think they've earned Meat a place. Meatloaf, he's not in the Rock up. and Roll Hall of Fame. You put fucking That's... Dolly Parton and not Meatloaf. He needs to be, he needed to be in years ago. Yeah, years ago. Megadeth is not time. Me- Megadeth, maybe less mother. Here's Mal- Molly Hatchet. Uh, they're putting a new record. Maybe they'll get in. The Monkees uh, should not yeah. be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and I, because they were a manufactured... I get that. I get that. However, however, Come however, on. the Monkees were a lot of kids' gateway into rock and roll. I'm one of them. However. There's a lot of people that like would not, you know, like that got the... I, you could make a case for it. Mm. Not because of the musicianship and we you have to like know what, you know what they are and everything but because of the fact that they got so many people interested they brought like they made I mean you can make a case that like they they may have sold more records for the Beatles you get what I'm trying to say I okay I, okay, but I'm still gonna say no. But yes, I get what you're saying. Like you know, what I mean, like you, you, you were you, when you were 10, 11 years old, you watched the Monkees. But by the time you got to be about thirteen, you were buying Beatles records. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? I get. Yeah, I'll tell you who Stu. He and I had this conversation many times, and he was like, he says, I saw the Monkees, and it was like because it was so goofy and everything. My parents didn't like give me shit about watching it or whatever. So, but it got me. It was like the gateway into like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and things like that. It's the gateway drug. It's the gateway drug. Montrose is a great band. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no on Montrose. Uh, the crew. The crew. Okay. I know I'm biased about this. <laughs> if we're going to put in a hair metal band into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, this is the one that needs to be in. I, I agree. I 100% agree. If you're going to put Kiss in, Motley Crue is like the second coming of yeah. Kiss. <clears throat> Absolutely, they should be in. They should be in. Whether you agree with their choices or not, what they it's like I put I would compare them being kind of ostracized from it the way that they kicked um Pete Rose out of the baseball hall of fame. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so he He gambled. He made poor choices. Okay. <laughs> but okay. his record is still his record. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And okay, Vince Neal killed a guy. All right. But Mickey Six died twice. It's you know fine. what I mean? But like, <laughs> they you can't deny the fucking music. They this is a, one of the biggest influences. And, I, and I'm not sure, <laughs> but I think the song "The Dirt" like was like was like a hit. I agree. I like agree. A, like a streaming hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Motor. I can't, they got to be in. I what? wish they were in. I can't believe Motorhead's not in. not in. That's bullshit. That's like some punk rock right there. Moth the Hoople and Ian Hunter. I you can make an enough. argument. I, I you can make an argument for it. You can make it a mountain. You can make an argument for it. But I don't know. I, I again reserve. I really like Mountain and Leslie West is one of my fa- like a favorite guitar player of mine. So maybe being a little biased, but again, eh, we'll just kind of leave that. Uh, Nazareth. And I'm gonna say no. Nah. New York Dolls. Yeah, again, I this, think they should be. Yeah, in. again, like super influential band. I think this is this. Like I think you could draw a line from the New York Dolls to Motley Crue. Yep, absolutely. They got a lot of things going on in common. Night Ranger, mm. awesome band. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Harry Nielsen, he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He should have been in like when they inducted in the McCartney. early ones. Yeah, he should have been in. Like, I mean, he is like, get the fuck out of here. 
That's how you know the Rock Hall is bullshit. They're never going to put Ted Nugent in. No, well, I love Ted. For they're many never, reasons. They're, they're never, never going to put him in. Uh, Oasis, mm, no. I like him, but I'm going to say no. Uh, Surprising, not Isn't in. Black Sabbath? Uh, but Ozzy did, Ozzy was huge as Ozzy, though. Yep. I mean, he, he was really huge. He had huge. his own thing separate from. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. He could, we we, don't maybe we could bend the rule of just once for him. Bite then if the we do that, guess one. what we're doing? Now we've got to make exception for Phil fucking Collins. I'm going to say no. Fuck okay. you, Ozzy. Wow. Black Sabbath is oh, in. That's your, that's your one. No. we got to have standards, Lily. This isn't going to work. This is the problem. <laughs> I love the outlaws going to say no. No. I think that like at some point you could you could make a case for Pantera. But not today. Pixie, sure. Again, Led Zeppelin's in. Robert Plant, yeah. you're not. Poison, no. I'm yes. gonna. I mean, it's a hard no for me, and I love them. Isn't something that Iggy Pop? Isn't he kind of in? in isn't he? He's he in took the Stooges. The Stooges were nominated, so he's in. Okay. He don't get in again. Not Pro Harem. No. Rainbow. Rainbow Great band. I'm Let's not gonna, just put Dio in. Yeah, just put it. Dio in, and that'll, that'll solve that problem. <laughs> right. The Raspberry. Don't know enough. Ario Chuck Wagon. Nah. Uh, again, Van Halen. Van Halen. I, no, they're Van Halen. Hmm. Maybe Joe. See, Maybe later on. Love. Maybe later on. Maybe later on. Maybe not. No, yeah. scor- no to Scorpions until Motley Crue's in. Okay. It's a qualifier there. Yep. Slade no. is cool, but I'm going to. I love Slade. Can't put him in. Slayer should be in at they some point. They should be in at some point. Smashing Pumpkins I don't care for, but I don't yeah. think they also should be in. The Garden, Garden, maybe at some point. Eventually. Squire, Squire. probably not. Squire. Squire. Steppenwolf. Mm. You know, they're Steppen really Wolf known for one hat. song. However, what a song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, they wrote Born to Fucking Be Wild. They got to pick Steppenwolf. I mean, that is hat. like fucking like, okay, look, Stephen Stills, I love him, but if you're going to, you put Crosby, Stills, and Nash in, and then I'll cover Stephen Stills. Uh, Stone Temple Pirates, Eventually, great yes. band, maybe at some point. Stray Cats, again, That's they, they, they need to be in. Stray Cats need to be in. Sticks, put some other people in, maybe, maybe way down. Maybe you put Sticks and Night Ranger in 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 twenty seventy eight or something like that. When I'm dead. Um sub, Sublime, no. I One can't. record, no. <clears throat> yes, Wrong Way is a great song. I fucking love that song. <laughs> you know, t- I you know I take her to the can, it was the wrong way. That's fucking great. That's about if you literally put that in a song that I'm gonna take this chick to the bathroom and bang her. That's the fucking greatest. Um, this is so great. I don't know. He, about Super Super, Super Tramp, Tramp is a, a cool band, maybe. Uh, no, not Survivor. No, no, two songs no. that were kind of eh. I mean, no. I like the songs, but no. Come on, the, the search is over. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Eye of the Tiger was great because it was rocky. Well, That's why it was great. It would no. never have been anything. Ten years after uh, Alvin, see, this is where uh, this is a guy who's a, like a forgotten guitar hero. Alvin Lee was a bad motherfucker, influenced a lot of people. Maybe I don't know. I'm going to just skip that. I don't them. Even know who them. This are. is Van Morrison's band. They had the song oh. uh, G L O R I A. Thin Lizzy should, should be in. in. <laughs> should have been a long time. Hands ago. down. Here's 38 special. Should be in. Don't care. Okay, are we going to go with 38? Three Dog Night should go. I put him in. I'd fucking Not for put me, them in. But... I would definitely put them in. I mean, big fucking hit makers and paved the way for kind of vocal bands that were blew up with it were much much cheesier bands like, <laughs> you know, Wilson Phillips and you know bands like that. You know, but still, Three Dog Night, man. I mean, and they had worked with great songwriters like uh, like Harry Nielsen mm-hmm. and uh, Randy Newman and people like okay. that. What do you think of Tool? I think the Tools. <laughs> okay, but I do think they should be in Tool or, or Toto. 
Toto tool. <laughs> Toto's tool. I don't know that Toto should be in. I I want to say yes, but I don't know. Pete Townsend, who's in? Yeah, no. Twisted Sister? Not until Motley Crue's in. Yeah, way down the line. You're right. No. You're no. right. This is a band that you and I and a lot of people our age and stuff don't, but they had, they, they had a big radio presence, but they did not have staying power. Right. They they're just, still on, like, yeah. You know what I mean? They just, their songs, like they have a couple songs that still get played, but uh, when they were out, they were here. Joe Walsh put, put him in one way or the other. Not, not you, Roger Waters. You you already are in Pink Floyd. Not ready Weezer, for Weezer. Later. We're not ready for Weezer. No, no white, white zombie. zombie. Uh, no. uh, Ed, Johnny and Edgar. They should. Uh, they be should in. fucking be in. Steve Winwood is one of his other bands. I am in. literally so obsessed with him right now. I don't know why. Well, he was a member of Traffic, so he's in. Okay, so done. Weird Al no, should be in. Come Fuck on. yeah! Are you kidding? You, no. Yes, he's like he's fucking amazing. <laughs> Warren Zevon, he's it. He should be in. He should be in. Absolutely. Though. So I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> We're having too much what, fun. We're having way too much fun. We haven't. We can tell these old friends that have not gotten together in a long time. Um, well, let me grab a drink. Grab please. a drink. Grab a drink. So we're going to talk about some bands. We're going to introduce you guys to some uh, to some music. And I apologize. It took us an hour to do this, but we were just having a lot of fun, and I hope you guys went along for the ride and had a good time. Um. But uh, yeah, Lily and I have not hung out for for a while, so we're having a good time. We're catch, catching up. You're, you're seeing two old friends getting together. So I'm going to start with one of mine while you kind of get settled with your, Go with ahead. your booze. My booze. Um, this these are this is a band from Pittsburgh. Oh, I love them. I just saw them twice. How do you say the name? Bill Damiano pronounced it for me, and I can never get it right. I have to actually look at it to Therica? see. Therica. I think it's Theriaca. 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 Let me mute. I saw them a week apart, like twice, like twice in one week. It was great. So let's go ahead and check Theriaca. While you still can surrender, you know it's not the Watching the video. Counting lines on my face. I wonder where the years have gone. In a desperate race to reach the other side of this door. This is really fucking good. This guy's voice is insane. In fucking sane. I mean, he's a oh, great Nathan. Nathan's fucking great. voice. Yeah. Nathan? Yep. What's his name? Nathan Kepner? Is that him? Oh, we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. Really? That's Nathan Kepner? Yeah. That's his band. I didn't know he fucking could fucking sing like that. Hell to the yeah, friend. Jesus Christ, Nathan. You never told me you could sing like that. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have started a band with you 10 years ago. <laughs> what a voice, man. When, when Kevin and I played um, them... 
uh, a few a couple months ago. That was one of the things that stood out to us both was like the fucking voice. Just what a voice, my God! Omg. Uh, but that's called Break Before You Bend. You can go to more about you can. Well, here we're just going to tell the folks at home a little bit about Thariaka. Thariaka. Five-piece band out of Pittsburgh, PA, the Iron City, surrounding the tri-state and the sound and the surrounding tri-state area. Our uh, debut album, a different shade of gray, uh, not Fifty Shades of Gray, a different shade of gray is now streaming, available for purchase. Influences span the entire genre of rock, including everything from acoustic soft rock to death metal, and also far beyond it. Um, you guys have um, you guys are a great band. Get some hire somebody to write you good bio. It should be exciting <laughs> and full of like funny. It should be funny or rude or something that make it something that like people would like have fun reading. I, the, I found that I, I when I was studying this stuff a few you know a few years ago, I was totally shocked by this. They're like, no, 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 no. People don't really. You can work the facts in around that, but the main thing is that it, it should be part of the whole experience of your music, which yeah. means that people should have fun or be able to get... So if like you do dark, moody music, make your bio something that's kind of dark and moody. If you do music that's like punk rock, maybe you'd have something kind of obnoxious in your bio that, you know... You know, you, you know, something punky. Yeah. You, yes. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, they, you own 50 skateboards or something, but, um, but no, th- these guys are in Pittsburgh. Great band. Um, check, check them out. Um, you can f- go to, uh, thoriaca.net and you can get uh, more information on them. Um, we're going to jump over to, uh, Lily and, um, let's just go ahead and talk about this young lady here. Um, so Alethea, they're, um, a power thrash melodic metal band out of Cleveland, Ohio. Chrissy is the uh, front woman of it. I love female-fronted bands. Uh, You can literally, when she sings, you could feel her voice in your soul. Like, she's just that amazing. We're going to go ahead and play a little bit of it. I do, because it's on Bandcamp, I have not control over the volume. So, like, we're just going to do a little bit. Guitar is awesome. That sounds like a guy singing. I think it's Chrissy. Because this says Madness Reigns in Cleveland um, presents presents Sabotage. Let's listen to a little bit more. Okay. That's definitely her. No, I'll stand aside Forever hidden from the sun 
It's vicious. Uh, Madness reigns, Hall of the Mountain King. Um, and I believe that if I understand what's happening here, the band Sabotage, that band, Sabotage, they, yes, them, is are working with her on this. Yeah, absolutely. She's basically uh, allowed to cover their songs on this album. Um, her newest album is coming out Friday, though. It's called Forest Witch. Um, I got to hear most of it. Uh, at the show this past run Forest Rich Rich run <laughs> I got to hear a lot of it this past Friday it's actually super fun um, it would be great if she did the whole album with like a Forrest Gump kind of thing that would be fucking great that would I'm be just so saying. you saying that right now too I hate you <laughs> or on the album cover it should be Forrest Gump like like dressed like a witch, witch. I knew you were going to say that Jag, uh, definitely check out Alethea though out of Cleveland. Um, they, they she they tour all the time, so uh, in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and the tri-state area. So check them out if you can. How about okay? I gotta I get since we're into chicks, chick band. I'm always into chicks. This is Tanya Kiki D. That's what I want to say is Kiki like Kiki D. Like Kiki D. Like Kiki D. Don't go breaking my heart. Don't don't go cutting a fart. Wings of Freedom, uh, Tanya. Check this out. I think this is cool. Maiden much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. Is that Bruce's daughter? <laughs> uh, these guys are a uh, part of this Grooveyard Records. Um, I, um, If you're looking for cool stuff, check out um, Grooveyard Records' website. They um, um, they have a lot of bands, and, and, and Tanya is one of them, who, who are from Greece. Oh. Well, They're Greek. And it like is, that. yeah, it's kind of cool. Let me see. There's a... I got a little, yeah, we have, we have a little write-up on Tanya. Kikidi. Kikidi? Kikidi. Kikidi. Oh, she's super pretty. Um, Tanya Kikidi, or simply the Siren, as many call her, easier. was born and raised in Chalkida. Sure. Her interest in singing and music began at a very young age. She is a classically trained piano graduate and has studied voice abroad. Her influences are from the classic rock scene as well as many blues, soul, funky sounds. She has collaborated with important artists in the Greek scene. 
Undoubtedly one of uh, the best in her genre with a personal discography. She has co uh, collaborated with the giants of both the domestic and the global rock scene with milestone collaborations in her career, including um, with a bunch of people from Greece. Who yeah, I we're can't. not even going to try to pronounce it. But she things. did do something with Paul Diano from who had been with Iron Maiden. Cool. Yes. And she did something with Deep Purple as well. So <clears throat> check her out. Uh, this little bio is from melon slash music.com. But she, I'm all of these, by the way, I create, I have, we have a new and notable, um, YouTube playlist. So oh, cool. all of these artists are on there with the exception of, uh, Alethea because they don't we have her stuff a link. yet. It's, it's not a link <laughs> there yet, <clears throat> but yeah. So let's move on to one of Lily to Lily's next pick. Uh, so my next one is Late Night Trouble. Uh, they have an album out called Candyland. Uh, it's a full-length debut album, 10 tracks from Pavement Entertainment. Um, they, yeah. This is great. They're Go very ahead. bubblegum fun. Um, I think this is a very, I think this is fucking great. <laughs> I think this should be a hit, but go ahead. Um, they are from Canada. Uh, they have a wide range of influences. They So that gives them their unique sound. I actually just interviewed Sebastian, who is their lead or Is he a lead singer? Yeah, he's a lead singer. Um, it's very catchy melodies. They've got some hard rock riffs. Um, definitely danceable, all their songs. And my favorite track is Queen of the Night, but Lou's going to play something else tonight. This is called Take It Off. This is released one month ago. Hold a second. Late Night Trouble. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I was playing the right band. Okay. Because <laughs> this is a female singer. Yep. Okay. They have to say Okay. This was 1989. This would probably be a fucking hit song. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it's sexy, it's grooving, it's got big guitar, like it's got like everything you would want. It's got gummy bears. It's got gummy bears. <laughs> <clears throat> you know? Do you remember the song? Um, it, it, there were certain songs like um, that had that with 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 female singers, like um, like remember the song "You Are an Obsession." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or um, um, there's there's a song by Roxette. Uh, you've got the look, the look, the look like, you yeah. know what I mean? That has like this, like could have been in that um, vein, mm -hmm. you know, danceable rock. Yeah, they're, they're super fun. Yeah. <laughs> they're fun they're a lot of that's fun that's very very cool <laughs> that's, that's, that's great <clears throat> what do we got let's move right on to some okay this is a weird one I don't know how I ended up here <laughs> um, Mountain of Power mm. Janie Stark 
So let me give you a little bit. This is a little bit. Of, this is a little confusing. Um, apparently, Janie Stark is a vocalist. Okay. And um, has several projects. So if you go to JanieStark.com, that is spelled J-A-N-N-E. Like, I would say like kind of like Janie Lane. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of yeah. like the same, you know. Um, after release of Locomotive Breath's uh, Heavy Machinery, Janie got in touch with... Um, some other guys, some other artists on Grooveyard Records. And uh, so they put this project together. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and play it for you. Um, Mount, let me see here. Mount, Mountain of Power. And they've just put these different records out, Volume 1, Volume 2. This is Volume 5. This has just been released just a few months ago. <laughs> voice and I like the vocal mix too it's like very cool um sounds classic very very classic um so I believe okay this is a I believe this he started doing covers of songs this these okay. are all covers um after some dis- uh, discussions back and forth we uh, came up with the concept mountain of powers basically Janie's tribute to to his unsung heroes of the 70s. Bands or songs that have uh, 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 rarely or never been covered uh, by bands that should definitely be remembered. I like that. Uh, the idea was that uh, Janie uh, handled uh, all the rhythm lead guitar and also invited other guitarists, plus, of course, singers, bass players. So he's not singing. He is a guitarist. Okay. Um, so they've, they've done like a whole series of, of, these, of these records where they and a lot of these songs are mashups, so he'll do like half of one and he'll mash up with another, with another song. Um, so, for instance, Volume Five features the Scorpions, Axis, Black Sabbath, Humble Pie. You get the idea. Yeah. So he does. He does. He does this thing. I, he's involved. If you go to his website, he's involved in a gazillion projects. So he probably doesn't have time to like sit and like write. A gazillion songs, <laughs> you know what I mean. So he's doing stuff where they do, and it's totally legit. Like, um, you know what's happened with rock is like there are so many great fucking songs mm-hmm. that like we're to the point now where like where jazz was thirty, forty years ago, where you had the jazz songbook. Because it's like you really want. Yes, there are people still writing great songs, but you kind of didn't really need to because you had this big booklet, like a million songs, and we have this now. 
you know, you think about all the records that Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, The Beatles, you know, Van Halen, like, did, like, there's a giant list of shit to choose from, <laughs> you know. Um, so let's move on to Amber. You want to talk about Amber Wild? Amber Wild. Uh, they have a new Amber AA. Wild. <laughs> Double A side debut single "Breakout Silver" out now. Uh, they developed their sound in the LA club scene, so they're they're the LA club kids. Uh, old, but they do it in an old fashioned rock and roll way. Uh, they started um, their festival debut at the Aftershock in Sacramento. Um, they are actually touring with Kiss right now. I could I could see that when you hear it, you'll go like Ah, I get the connection. Here yeah. we go, Breakout. <laughs> I kind of wish they were touring with Kiss That's when I saw really Kiss. Really, goddamn good. They blow kids off, Kiss off the stage with that. That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. That is, they're super that's, fun. That's insane. Um, so I came across these next two bands because um, I discovered um, a, re, a a cover of um, the Creedence Clearwater Revival song uh, "Traveling Band," or no, yeah, "Traveling Band." And um and it, Jared James Nichols is on tour in Europe right now with with Doomsday Outlaw and uh, Daywolf or Daywolf Daywolf, um, <clears throat> and so while they were on tour, they got together and they did a song just fucking around. It sounds really good. You can go check it out. I posted it in our um, uh, inner circle group. But so I so I decided. Well, I want to investigate these other two. Bands. I knew Jared James was. We'll talk about him at the end. But I want to investigate these other two bands. So good. On you, Jared James, because you introduced me to two bands that are absolutely fucking stunning. Nice. Um, this is Doomsday Outlaw. Now check these guys out, man.
fucking great groove. I like that. Really I like great that. groove. Um, they have some other. I did. I kind of. This is the most sort of like rocking, rocking, rocking thing. I. But actually, they're all great. All the songs are really good. Um, the guy's voice reminds me a little bit, and the song reminds me a little bit of. Um, the remember the band Bro- Brother Kane? Yeah. Fool shine on. Mm-hmm. Had a kind of a little bit of that thing going on. I like that. And Lily has. Tor- we have torpedo. Archie head. a torpedo head, dude. <laughs> uh, their new single out now, nothing to declare. So their music is described it described as like a party tape for people who plan on burning the house down as soon as the party's <laughs> over. That's what I got a quote from um, on their Facebook page. But they're from Germany. Uh, oh, good, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're actually their uh, upcoming album will fe- feature Ryan Roxy from Alice Cooper, uh, Billy Rowe from Buck Cherry, and Chris McCormick of Two. Uh, Two color red. So, no. Is frills. this a super group? This is not a super group. They just have guests. Oh, they're guests. Yes. Okay. Uh, nothing to declare. Okay, I listened to this when you sent it to me, and this is something I was surprised that, that you would pick. I do like it though. <laughs> I know it's not really. Very influenced by like the replacements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the replacements. That's the, that's the name I wanted. Um, yeah, very good. The song's really catchy and it's got like a good melody. This is something I could see myself cruising around listening to on my <laughs> tape deck in about 1994, or five, something like that. It definitely has like a, except the production's more modern. It's right. like bigger sounding. And stuff. I know it's not typical me, but I do like the catchy. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised that you picked that. I was like, it's very cool, but I, was, I did not think. So um, we did Doomsday Outlaw. The other band was called Daywolf. Now check these guys out. This is fun. This is super fucking fun. This is live, like a kind of like live in the studio kind of thing. Okay. Check, check this out. They, they, they got a, these guys have a cool vibe. Are you ready for some rock and roll? There's almost like what the look, you guys aren't looking at it, but when you look at it, there's almost like something like you're waiting for Tina Turner to come out. Come out, like Yeah, I can, I can <laughs> Tina kind of thing going on.
not your son. I'm here to tell you about a mighty chain that just rolled into Amsterdam. I said, can you feel it? Rumble and roll, baby. Can you hear it whistle and howl? It's a place without wearing it. Just in sorrow only. It's a fearless congregation for the misfit, the righteous, and the slightly insane. All aboard the night train. I was losing, I was getting lost just listening to it. <laughs> Full horn section, background vocals, the whole thing. Uh, yes, I'm going to give you the lowdown on uh, Daywolf. Um, they, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not what you think. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not what you fucking I'm think. I'm just blown away by this. Psychedelic rock band from the Netherlands. Never deep South. The Deep never, South of the Netherlands. Never would have guessed it. Formed in 2007 <laughs> by the brothers Pablo and Luca. Uh, their psychedelic yet uh, hard rock and self-titled EP was released in 08. It immediately and conquered the uh, hearts of rock music lovers all across the country. And in December of 08, the band played their first show at the Paradiso. So that was the sort of beginnings of them. You can find out. This is from BMG.com. The must be their dis- distribution or management or something. But they are they're from the Netherlands. God, I hope they tour here. Yeah, super fun. So, I would go to that. Uh, and uh, I did not tell you this, but Doomsday Outlaw is not from America either. I believe okay. they're British. Okay. Yeah. So wow. it's like these guys are. Like, there's this whole blues rock thing going on in England. It's a and, whole and, thing. And, and, and Europe. There, there's a whole. There's a whole thing going on with it right now. There's like a whole revival that you may not realize. But yes, let's talk about High, High Water. Water. First single up in the air, released in July. So this, it's been a minute since this song's been out. Um, they're from Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, they have sort of a vintage rock, uh, rock sound. Uh, they're inspired by Tom Petty, Goo Goo Dolls, Brian Adams. Um, they actually are going to be on the Grammy ballot for 2024 for the best rock performance. Really? 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 And they have opened for Don Felder oh. at uh, Rock in the Downs Summer Series. Batavia Downs is a casino in um, Buffalo, New York, where they have bands like Don Felder come out and play, but they open for How him. How do they get nominated for a Grammy? They're like... Don't know. I'm, I, I'm being kind of, I'm like, I never heard of them, so okay, they'd be right. nominated for Grammy, but seriously, like, you would, that's okay, well, good. It's magical. It, it's um, a good song, too. You're going to hear it in a second. Um, they have been touring quite a bit. They um, have uh, been on the Village Music Fest with Marcy Playground and Deep Blue Something, which is very 90s. Um, wow. And- you know there's what song Deep Blue Something sang? The Breakfast at Tiffany's Be- song. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. <laughs> they also performed at Emerging Sound Showcase in Akron, Ohio. So they, they, they like to do the whole like festival tour thing, which is kind of cool. But up in the air. By the way, all I could find was a lyric video. That's okay.
love the production. I love the vocals. Nice the nice kind of ballady kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. Um, <laughs> high high water. Is that how you say it? There's no weird name. No, it's high water. High water. Just but it's with a Y. Yeah, they spell it uh, H-Y-W-A-T-E-R, okay. but it's high water. I mean, it's too bad they didn't spell it H-I-G-H water, right? I mean, like that's just bong water. water. <laughs> <laughs> high water is not bong Don't water. Don't drink the bong water. Don't drink, oh, God. No. <laughs> uh, my last one is Jared James Nichols, Good Time Girl. I like the name. This is a, this is a fun, this is a fun little number. I like the last one when you said it was fun. <laughs> Unfortunately, no video, just the song. That's all right. Well, oh, yeah, I say about that that's like down and dirty that is some fun sleazy rock and roll dirty what's the band is it dirty honey what's that is that the band dirty honey yeah. dirty honey yeah that's yeah. in the same kind yeah. of you know it's funny dirty honey is considered rock but Jer- jared james nichols is considered blues right it's so weird right like what's the difference i know um but i'll just <laughs> give you the i want to give you a little lowdown on jared james um Really amazing guitar player. He's uh, got uh, all kind of endorsements from everybody, including people like Joe Bonamassa. Um, born in 1989, is an American blues rock uh, guitarist and singer from East Troy, Wisconsin, best known for his high energy pickless electric guitar playing technique yes he does not use a pick uh he is rarely seen playing without his signature single pickup epiphone les paul or vintage original 53 gibson les paul uh nicknamed old red he friends the power trio under his name rooted in the early 70s hard rock vein of cream and mountain he resides in nashville 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 tennessee um he is um he has this he got a giant personality. Um, if you search him on YouTube, he's interviewed by a lot of a uh, lot of lot of different people. He just comes across as this like um uh, like wants to like like everybody's friend. Like mm. super like gregarious, fun kind of guy. He's a giant guy with giant reddish brown <laughs> hair. Um very, very humble, very self-effacing kind of kind of attitude. We place this guitar as they mentioned there, but he has a he has a he has a different he has another Les Paul that check this out. <laughs> oh boy, he gets this guy calls him up and says, um, 
Yeah. Check this out. I found this guitar in a tornado. What the fuck? And it's it it is a it is a vintage Gibson. Like it's like a fifty something Gibson. Like like worth that I means worth like gazillions of dollars. And the and the guy was like, I don't really play. And I just I really I I know that you'll do something good with this guitar. Mm-hmm. So he just gave it to him. Oh. But he found that he found it in a tornado. He the neck it. was the neck was broken off. It was fucked up, but it was this high, very highly sought, very very rare vintage <laughs> Gibson. I find things like this. And and so he had so you know Jared you know found somebody mm-hmm. who's like really good who got a good reputation for restoring and they and he did and he restored this guitar <clears throat> and he and he he play he plays all the time. It's a great fucking story, but this is the kind of guy he is. Like you know like. He was, he's just, you know, you see, you know, constantly, uh, or he was just very, throughout the whole story, just very like, you know, kind of humbled by things like, he was telling this kid, he's like, are you sure? Like, unless you're sitting like on a lot of money, you know, he's like the kid, he said, this kid will not take any money for it. He's like, no, he says, I don't play and it's not, it's wrong for me to, I didn't pay any money for it. It's wrong for me to try to make any money on it. Great story. Uh, But yeah, that is it. Check these bands out. Uh, Therai, that's where I have it spelled. Therayaka. Therayaka. Tanya Kiki D. Uh, Mountain of Power, that's with uh, uh, Janie Stark. Uh, Doomsday Outlaw, Daywolf, Jared James Nichols, Alethea. Am I saying it right? Yep. Uh, Late Night Trouble. That's a great name, by the way. Late I like Night that. Trouble. Yeah. Late Night Trouble. Uh, Amber Wild. Check out Amber Wild. Torpedo Head. It's a good name, too. Uh, at High Water. <clears throat> There's great music out there, right, Miss Lily? Oh, yeah. There's, you have to look for it, but yes. <laughs> That's why we're giving it to you. We're well, that's, physically that's, giving it to that's you. That's what our job kind of is, you know. So we've been focusing on that. We will do it. We've been doing these once a month where we spend most of the episode or the main topic being new and notable. This is new. And, it, you know, right, some of it isn't, didn't come out yesterday. But within the last 18 months, we try to keep right. it <clears throat> re- re- uh, relatively new. And we do try to focus on maybe stuff you haven't, like not famous, super famous bands. Right, but right, occasionally, right. like during the regular show, Kevin, Kevin, and I have talked about. Do you listen? You listen to Al, Alice Cooper? I have. Listen to the. I like one song. One song I don't like. Yeah. There's one I like. One I don't like. <laughs> um, I'm know. not. I lately I have not been a fan of uh, mainstream bands doing new stuff. Honestly, um, give up. <laughs> well, it's gonna be interesting to hear what the new Molly Hatchet is. And like, I'm interested. Uh, who's like going to be in? Who's, oh, you know what? I will tell you. I didn't get to talk about this, but I did. I um, left Spotify and went to YouTube Music. And um, uh, YouTube Music has a very good algorithm. I've started with like a, I just picked a song that I liked and let it turn it into a radio station and heard all kind of like, oh my God, that's so cool. Or I forgot about that song. I haven't heard it in a hundred years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but th- what they do tell you is they will send you alerts um, let's fix it now at the very end of the podcast um, <laughs> they will send you alerts if they suspect you might like something mm-hmm. and so they sent me an alert a couple weeks ago for the new Jethro Tull mm. Mm. man I was just bad. like eee. I was like what are you guys doing like I, 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 I didn't get it like just didn't work for me <sighs> yeah didn't 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 work for me. Um, 
There it is. There it is. So I don't know what to say about that. But um, so, yes, yeah, should new, that's a good podcast topic. Should old bands do put out new records? I Nine times out of ten, no. Some of yeah. them are some. I've heard some. You know, what did you think of the record that Van Halen did? Um, like, what was that, 2014 or whatever? Um, oh, I remember that new tattoo, whatever it was that came out. Uh, no, I didn't like it. You didn't like it? <laughs> no. I remember I listened to the whole thing, and at this point, I would just say it was unremarkable in the sense that I don't remember. I would have to go back and listen to yeah. it again. The uh, only reason I listened to it, and I'm going to be completely honest, and it's going to sound so horrible, was to get free tickets to Van Halen, so I could, on like Bob FM, they had a contest. It's the only recent reason I listened to it. <laughs> I, um, yeah. yeah I'm a horrible I person, I know. I, I no, 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 that's, that's fine. I don't know, but you go see all those bands. I do. Who did you go see? Who did um? I don't know. Is, I don't know. And and and, 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 and um, so another thing that played was the new the new winger. And I guess you said you didn't like it, but I thought it was kind of good. Mm. You didn't like it. It no. does. It is not. Does not sound like, you know. Seventeen or one of those, songs. and I love Winger. I do, and I love his. Uh, he does a lot of theater stuff. He writes a lot of theater songs. I have his album that he did for like a whole musical, which I love. But sometimes I just don't love Winger. Okay. Also, you're not a big Winger fan. No, I'm a huge Winger fan. I love bass players. That's a whole thing for me. <laughs> I am the bass player lover. I'm the bass player. Okay. Wow. There you are, bass players. Keep that in mind out there. Like uh, Josh Savage. Just uh, saying. Go to LuditiRockAndRollCircus.com and uh, check out all the cool stuff we have there. RockRageRadio.com. Download the free app. And we did not talk about Lily has her own show on Rock Rage. Actually, Kevin and I mention it all the time. <laughs> well, that's sweet of you guys. I have, I have you guys on my posts all the time. I do, and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Hot Licks with Lily 6, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I will have a um, interview this week as well. I cannot say the name because I'm going to say it wrong. It's going to sound dirty if I say it wrong, so I need to get the real pronunciation of Lick name. my pussy. It's, it's, my hot pussy. It's kind of like that, but <laughs> uh, check it out uh, Thursday at 6pm. Dirty Snatch. Rock Rage Radio. I'm going to tell you what it is after the show. Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> so, um, my, uh, I, I, you know, my list of band names is growing. Oh God! Is there new? One? But but I sometimes forget to put them on, so they'll they'll come back to me. I just need to smoke a little bit more weed. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so there you go. RockRageRadio.com, where you can hear Lily v, uh, Hot Licks with Lily Six. Don't forget to find our friend uh, uh, Chris Underwolf Dots and Wolf's Customs Dot Online to get some great artwork done on your musical instruments. Uh, all right, guys, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Um, next week is going to be weird. I'm go- there will be a podcast. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to be because I will be leaving for New Orleans the following morning. So I'm going to have to, I don't know what it's going to be, but next week is going to be a kind of whirlwind. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But we're coming up on Thanksgiving. So maybe we'll do 10 songs that are turkeys. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) there you are. Like anticipated songs that turned out to be like, like Bones Magoo. Wah, wah, wah. I didn't play any Bones Magoo tonight. Oh, okay. We were having too much fun. We didn't get around to sound effects. Um, but I'll do something like that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Lily, thank you for uh, for joining uh, oh, joining me God. again. You've been missed. You it's great to hear. It's really great to hang out with you. And we'll catch you all in the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Yeah.